0: Hello and welcome to the Wad Tech, episode 2.5, podcasting. This is another 0.5 episode. And uh, what, we, what Sean and I have decided to do with 0.5 episodes is uh, periodically, not not regularly, but every once in a while, we're just going to uh, riff on something. And uh, it's not a scheduled episode. It's not what we had planned. It's not going to come out on a particular schedule. So that's why we call them 0.5. And so today we were having a conversation about... The art of podcasting. And we thought, we have a podcast. Why not talk about podcasting on our podcast?
1: Right, right. Um, yeah, it's, I, I'm waiting to see if we, uh, it seems like we have an audience for 0.5 episodes and, 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 people who don't want to listen to the 0.5 episodes. So uh, I guess we'll just say, you know, if you don't want to listen to the 0.5 episodes, just go ahead and hit the delete key or whatever it is on your uh, your media device. So,
0: well, the issue is at this point, if we alienate three people, that's half our user base. So we got to be careful.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, Listener base, rather. Right, right.
0: <laughs> We're a, a sprawling um, podcast publication with – ones of followers <laughs> right
1: i don't think we've gotten to the double digits yet uh i'm sure i could call my mom and maybe <laughs> add her to the yeah. list you know? <laughs> my wife
0: doesn't even listen to our podcast <laughs> so uh, and she's supposed to love me
1: yeah yeah oh yeah i would never uh, my wife i know uh maybe one time she'd listen and that'd pretty much be it you know <laughs> <laughs> to her a computer is a browser anyway so
0: so we were going to talk a little bit about uh, what is a podcast. And, and as we had this discussion, uh, we sort of came to the realization that there are varied definitions of what a podcast is. Um, some people say any recording that can be accessed from online is a podcast. And I would say that's probably the predominant definition in education.
1: Right. And I, I, that's you know, probably technically correct. I mean, uh, you know, getting audio up there. And uh, I think you had uh, made a statement to the effect of, you know, well, if it's on iTunes and uh, you can get just about any audio up there on iTunes. So, uh.
0: well, and I've seen, um, I've been in sessions at, at workshops or whatever, where they talk about student podcasting and their definition of podcasting is a student records something and they put it on a Moodle and it's an audio file. It's accessible on the internet Therefore it must be a podcast. Right. But I, I'm not sure I buy that.
1: Um, well, I think you do it a little bit of a disservice in the fact that, you know, we've, we've heard, you know, we're, we're both voracious podcast consumers. And, uh, I know I've heard the varying audio, audio qualities and post-production work and things like that. And, you know, the people who just record something on some random device and just throw an audio file up there it you can hear the difference and it, it really impacts uh you know just the listenability uh of of the show and uh you know i i don't quite get it so
0: so here's the question is that a podcast or is that an online recording
1: in my opinion that's that's an online recording i mean it it And maybe it's just that we haven't as a society really defined that yet, right? We haven't really truly defined what a podcast is, but we talk about how great it is in the world today that you can, uh, you, you can put content out there and produce your own content and people, the whole world can, can see it. But, uh, you know, are you really doing anybody a service to say that just throwing anything up there randomly is, is, you know, worth, worth the effort? I don't know.
0: I don't know. I think the world probably said the same thing about blogs, and probably do, still do say the same thing about blogs. It's you know that um, I think it was Paul Harvey in uh, like 2005 said the old saying goes that uh, if you give an infinite number of monkeys an infinite number of typewriters, they will eventually produce the collected works of Shakespeare. And in 2005, he said it hasn't happened yet. <laughs>
1: Right. And uh, so I don't know. Uh, I do see it, you know, in an educational environment. I mean, we're the tight wad. So it is kind of one of those things you don't, you'd rather have the kids do it than not do it, uh, certainly. Uh, but if you have the means, uh, and this is, I think, some of what we're going to talk about is, you know, you don't have to put a whole lot of money into putting out a much higher quality product.
0: Yeah. Um, just a little background on myself, you know, I've, I've talked about my geek credentials. But uh, I'm also an audiophile and and spent uh, many years um, uh, throughout college and and even after uh, doing, I don't want to say professional, semi-professional recording. I've been in bands here and there. I've recorded for bands and with bands. And uh, I've learned all the old tricks. Uh, There's a great um, uh, video I'm gonna lose a bunch of our audience here, but I'm gonna say it anyway. <laughs> um, the the Metallica video for Nothing Else Matters. Okay. Uh, so we're talking uh, what is that? The Black Album, ninety one, ninety two, something like that. There's a video in there, uh, and there's a section in the video and Nothing Else Matters where they're in the studio, and uh, during one of the solo riffs that Kirk Hammett plays, the the camera shows him uh, with like a sock tied around the the guitar uh, string or the neck of the guitar. It's just a quick shot, and that's a that's a trick that. College bands know it dampens the strings and helps get some of the noise and some of the twang out of it. And, I, and we all got a kick out of that when we were in college to see Metallica, you know, they were, they were like our music gods, right? right. The, the Zeppelin of our generation, the, the stones of our generation tying a sock around the neck of their guitar, <laughs> um, but it worked, but it works. <laughs> and so that's sort of the, um, uh, uh, mentality that, that we approach this podcast with is, is do what works. Um, you know, and that's what we talk about all the time: the the, uh, the what works for you in open source and and in commercial and, and that sort of thing. And, and that's kind of the way we do it in our podcast too: is is we do what works to produce the best quality we can do with what we have available. Right. And um, somebody commented uh, early on about how we do this. That sometimes people will walk into my office and they'll see sort of what I call tightwad command central here, you know, which is it's my desk, right? It's just my desk here at work. But off to my right, I have um, this beast of a, of a box here, and I've, we've got mic stands with headphones hanging off of them, and uh, the superintendent will walk in here and kind of cast a, a sketchy glance at it. He knows we do this podcast, but still, every time he walks in, he kind of looks around and shakes his head a little bit. <laughs>
1: It does have a little bit of that appearance of uh, a, a quasi mission control. Yeah, it's,
0: it's Southern Engineering. So let me just, nobody cares, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to talk a little bit about the equipment that, that we have here and how we do this. Um, I have uh, an eight track digital recorder, a uh, circa 1997 98 model uh, that I bought used on eBay some time back. It's a FosTex DMT 8. Uh, VL. That doesn't mean anything to anybody. Just in um, case you want to
1: write that down. Yeah,
0: but, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> basically what it is, it's a mixer. It's a, it's an eight-channel mixer that lets me record uh, a different signal on the left side and the right side. As we're recording this right now, uh, my voice is, is panned all the way to the left. And Sean's voice is panned all the way to the right. You won't hear that in the podcast. But what that gives me the ability to do is after we're done recording, um, I can go back and then I can adjust the levels because Sean gets a little loud sometimes. And, yeah, uh, my, and, my voice carries. Right, that's what he likes to say. His voice carries. <laughs> um, and so I, we can adjust him down and, and go that way. And so coming out of there, I have a feed going into a, a headphone splitter that lets four sets of headphones uh, listen to the single source. And again, that's pretty common in, in studio-type setups. Uh, but this is where it gets crazy, okay? So... Uh, Sean has one set of headphones on. I have another set of headphones on. And there's a third set in case we have somebody else in the studio. The fourth set goes into the speaker input on my desktop computer. And that's so that when we're Skyping in with people, they hear us. So we're talking into our microphones, going through the recorder, out the headphone jack, into the mic jack so that they hear it on Skype.
1: And it works great.
0: And then coming out of the headphone jack of my computer is a line that runs back into a third channel on the mixer board so that the Skype folks are in one channel and we're in another. Uh, So our most recent episode, uh, Sean was one of the Skype people, so I was sitting here all by myself and I had three people on Skype. I don't have any controls. There's no built-in mixing controls in Skype. Everybody just comes in as they come in, and so when we were doing our pre-setup, I was like, "All right, Sean, you need to be a little louder and move the mic closer to your mic. So that's that's right. that's how we did our mixing for that episode.
1: Well, and that's that. That can be a little tough, right? Because uh, you, you've got different people with different, uh, you know, mics that they're using. If they're using, uh, I think we suspected that one of one of the guests was maybe using uh, just the native mic on a laptop and uh, i had a, a headset but it was rinky dinky so uh, even though my voice carried it, it still wasn't coming through very well
0: so uh, my point here is that i'm using an old uh, a 10 year plus old piece of equipment Um that you the equivalent today if you i, I checked earlier you could go to musician's friend and get the modern equivalent of this device for about $400.
1: Maybe you need to put that out there. Uh, Musicians Friend. What is that? Musiciansfriend.com? Mus-
0: musiciansfriend.com. Um, anybody who's a musician knows about MusiciansFriend.com. It's uh, uh, It's uh, Guitar Center and Mars Music. Uh, if you ever uh, heard of either of those two major guitar center, uh, guitar music stores, it's their online store. Uh, it's the as far as i know it's like the national website and, and their stuff is cheap um we're both using a couple of boom mic stands uh, uh the boom is the one that has the little arm off so it can be offset that uh usually you'll see a guitar player doing it so that his mic stand didn't hit his his guitar and um they're i don't know 15 20 bucks a piece i think at musician's friend right we're using a couple of uh audio technica mics um I have a box
1: here. Let me pull it out. Those aren't just sound effects. It's
0: the <laughs> <laughs> It's the Audio-Technica M4000S microphone. Now, and if you go to Musicians Friend right now and look up M4000S, you're going to find out the secret to the Tidewad tech. This microphone that we're using comes in a 3-pack for 30 bucks.
1: Right, and, or maybe
0: sixty bucks,
1: and hopefully, I mean, if you're listening to this and you've listened to a number of podcasts, uh, I'm, I'm hoping that you can tell there's a significant difference.
0: Now, the sort of the grand uh, master of, of tech podcasting, Leo Laporte, uh, in one of his recent podcasts, uh, mentioned their microphones, the Heil uh, series microphones they use. Now, I don't know how much those cost. I didn't look it up. He said specifically that his mics were uh, custom made by, uh, I think, uh, Bob Heil, I think was his name, the, the guy who makes them. And uh, so I'm sure they're stupid expensive, but uh, you I thought know. I'd,
1: I, I could swear that I remember him saying something like $10,000 for a microphone, uh, something crazy like that. Yeah, I
0: don't, I don't know, I, but it doesn't surprise me. I, just out of curiosity, one time I looked up at the mics uh, that they use for American Idol. And those are like uh, $10,000 mics, and they routinely have 30 of them on stage at a time. Wow. (laughs) So, you know, $300,000 worth of microphones. And and I'm talking through, I think, a $20 mic right now. Now, it's not the best mic you're going to get, but it's not bad. Um, And it's way better than those people out there who simply set their MacBook up on a table between them and use the built-in mic. So if I have a point to this podcast that I'm not sure I do, it's that you can do 90% better than everybody else for just a little bit of money.
1: Right, right. And, yeah, because this is – it can seem like on the surface this is a little counterintuitive to what we usually are talking about, which – you can do a podcast those other ways, you know, uh, recording through a native mic on the computer you already have or whatever, but, uh, or into a digital voice recorder, little handheld deals or something like that. But, uh, but here's, here's an example of where you can make a really small investment and make a huge difference in the quality of the podcast.
0: I'm going to single out a podcast and I don't think they would mind me doing that, um, Uh, the tech chick tips podcast, look them up on iTunes. Um, they're, uh, fellow podcasters in the education arena. Uh, they're, they're a couple of funny girls. Their content is usually good, but their audio quality is terrible and they know it and they mention it, uh, frequently. They, 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 they record in their car going from one place to another. And, and if you're, Podcast is about content, and that's what we, in education, preach all the time, right? It's just substance over style and content, content, content. Uh, so I don't begrudge them that. It's what they can do, and they, they talk about it. You know, it's, it's like we can either have a podcast that sounds bad, um, or we can have no podcast at all, because the only time we have together is when we happen to be in a car somewhere. Um, right. So in that, that fits the whatever works for you model, that we that we preach here but being the audiophile that I am being the um recording enthusiast I had all this stuff in my closet already but even if I didn't I probably would have bought some of this stuff to do this podcast because um it's important in my opinion that the style not um overshadow the substance Right. Substance right. is more important than style. Right. Uh, and we we yell at Apple all the time for for selling the sizzle, not the steak. Right. And, and <laughs> you know, every time it's all about the pretty. Right. Every time we mention Apple, it's in a sort of derisive way. But they sell really high quality products. Right. right. But their marketing is all about the 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 style and the in the hipness and all that sort of stuff. But never forget that their products are very high quality. So if you make something that's really high quality, then why not jazz it up and make it as um, as um, impressive as possible?
1: I, I agree. I mean, if your content's great, then you know take that one little extra step and and you know build that up, build up the quality of the sound. Uh, I think it's it's well worth it if you put that much effort into putting out good content. Uh, yeah, take that extra step, and I think you could probably not even go as far as we've gone and get a significant uh, better boost in, in just audio quality.
0: If you just wanted to buy um, a very cheap 40 or $50 mixer from somebody like Nady or Behringer and plug a couple of these $30 microphones into it and plug that straight into your computer and record with something like Audacity... You could have a very high-quality product, higher quality than a lot of the stuff I've heard out there on iTunes.
1: Right, for less than 100 bucks. Right. Um, and I guess that's a, a good thing to mention because uh, I'm hoping that maybe we at least put that out there. Uh, you know, I, again, I'm always thinking of, you know, the teacher in the classroom and how they might apply this. And uh, maybe that's the thing to really get out there is, you know, you can do some pretty decent quality for less than $100. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that'd be great if you can get your, your district to, uh, you know, pony up for that. Uh, but if not, you know, if I was a teacher in the classroom, yeah, I'd be looking at, you know, and if I was wanting my students to do podcasts, I'd certainly be looking at, you know, how I can possibly get that stuff together.
0: All right. You can have a, a class podcasting station, right? If, uh, like, at the elementary you have your center, right? You can have your podcasting center right? Um, consisting of a very modest – PC, a netbook, uh, an old PC you have laying around. It doesn't take much. Um, a small mixer, um, or if you're not doing more than one person, you don't even need the mixer. Just plug the mic straight into the computer. Right. So you got your $30 microphone, a $5 cable, and a, a $2 adapter. So you're looking at 40 bucks for much higher quality than, than you could get with the same $40 spent on a per, a. a, a a portable recording device.
1: Yeah, and that, that's a great point. You know, I hadn't thought about that, but yeah, those little handheld hand recording devices are going to cost as much as, uh, as that other gear. So uh, that's a great idea. And I think there's, I, you know, there's schools out there doing stuff like that. Uh, we've seen where they had those uh, video production packages that they would buy on a campus level or maybe even a district level. Uh, so I, yeah, I don't see why you couldn't do the same thing for podcasting. Now, that said, we don't have anything like that either. So maybe it's time to, you know, eat from our own trough. I don't know.
0: Yeah, and and maybe it comes back to that first question I asked, what is a podcast? Um, I, I have always been of the belief that if you're going to do something, you might as well do it in as, as superior a way as possible. Right. And, and you recognize that you may not be as good as somebody else, but that's not an excuse to do it poorly. Um, when my children um, are playing little peewee league soccer, uh, I encourage them to do it to their best, not necessarily I – don't, I don't care if they're the best player on the field. I care if they're the best player in their shoes. Right. Um, And if if they have given 100% and done the best they can and supported their team, then great. If they suck while they do it, that's fine if they're doing the best they can. So uh, let's take that same mentality and talk about classroom podcasting. If you're going to have your students create a podcast, why not give them the tools to do it as well as possible? Now, still, it may not be good. But that's okay. You have given them the ability to make it uh, great, Oh or I, at least good.
1: I agree with you. I mean, you know, you've already said you're the audiophile. So, uh, so many, so much of the stuff that uh, we put out, even uh, you hear things that I would never hear. Uh, so, I think with that, you know, under a hundred dollar solution. People like me and 98% of the rest of the, of the population uh, are going to think it sounds great, you know.
0: Yeah, it's funny. Once we record a podcast, I then dump it into my computer using Audacity, which is the, the topic of our next scheduled episode, um, and I'll talk a little bit about that. And I put it in Audacity, and, and I start massaging it, and, and I run you know compression filters on it and noise filters, and <laughs> and, and I and I clean things up, and and when I've done, Sean will say, yeah, that sounds better, you know. But it's not wow, that's just awesome because it's like one percent better than it was, but it, and for me that one percent is is incredible. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put something out that is that one percent worse.
1: Well, yeah, and I, I, you know, again, in my humble opinion, I think you go overboard with it sometimes because, uh, you know, people would laugh. They, to see us sometimes editing our shows, but uh, we'll be sitting there and you'll say, see that right there. You, and and I cannot hear a thing. I have no idea what you're talking about because I I didn't hear it at all. And, uh, and, and my hearing's fine. You know, I'm not hard of hearing or anything, but uh, you hear some things that just blows my mind. And I think the average person wouldn't hear it, but uh, it, it's kind of funny.
0: Yeah. And when you think about the fact that most people who listen to this are going to do it while they're doing something else, driving down the road or creating papers or mowing the lawn. Yeah. You're and, not going to hear that in the car, <laughs> <You know? laughs> but I know it's there.
1: Uh, yeah. If, if you haven't figured it out by now, Mark is a perfectionist. I, I
0: did mention rain man, didn't I? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but that's, you know, I, I think that's the point to be made is you can get something that, uh, okay. All but the audiophile is going to, th- is going to find enjoyable you know there there is something to just the ease of listening uh, to something and when you're getting a lot of background noise and and you know uh, just the hiss and stuff that comes with a a low-end recording device uh, that impacts your listening experience so uh, you know just a small investment and you can really get away from that.
0: So here's what I'm going to do. When we put this episode out um, on the show notes on the blog at uh, com, I'm going to put together a best podcasting rig for under $1,000. Oh,
1: I'd go even lower than that. Well, you know. Uh, or maybe can, do a couple. I would say a couple packages because I, I think the average teacher is not going to be able 000, a thousand dollars. Even a lot of schools would well, kind of choke on a thousand dollars. But okay.
0: But you know, I'm thinking in terms of um, of NBC Radio that has millions of dollars. You oh, know? certainly, certainly. Um, and that's kind of what I think podcasting is. It's uh, it's sort of where ham radio meets the internet. It's where you become your own radio show. Um, and so, uh, it was uh, ironic in, in setting up the, the last Moodle episode, uh, that we recorded, um, one of the guests said, you know, I'd like to show you, uh, something and you can, you know, Skype in, you can do the video and I can show you these size and we can do that. And I let her finish and said, um, yes, we could absolutely do that, but it's an audio podcast. Right. And it wouldn't matter. Right. Um, so the, the way I look at it is, is uh, there are video uh, cast out there, vodcast, whatever. Uh, but the podcast is—it's radio. It's ham radio. It's—it's it's like the old days when um, all you needed was a transistor transmitter and a microphone, and you were your own radio station the, before the days of the FCC and all that stuff. Yeah. So I kind of see this um, new medium as that—it's this opportunity to be. Um, it's the wild west of podcasting. Um, and so you get to be out there. And I think that anybody with the, the tools available to him can compete with the big boys.
1: Absolutely. Well, I mean, we've seen that uh, you mentioned Leo Laporte and uh, he's one of those guys. of course he's going back on a standard radio station again, I, I guess on the East coast or something like that, but uh, where he's essentially built this uh you know mini empire of podcasting and uh, his stuff's really good i mean I, I know we both really enjoy it if you're a tech person at all and uh i guess if tech impacts your life at all which should be just about everybody out there leo's probably got something for you
0: right and i'm not a 35 year veteran broadcaster and i have no doubt that if he were to listen to this podcast, he would pick us apart in the, you know, like oh, I pick no us doubt. apart, you know, yeah. he would, he would talk about my asthmatic breathing into the microphone and, and, and things like that. Uh, but you know, I'm, I'm also breathing into a, a $20 microphone through a $15 windscreen. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> well, he's shown that he, he has a little bit of expensive taste too. Right.
0: But uh, somebody asked him that, uh, in one of the, episodes some time back. I don't remember what it was, but he recommended the Shure SM58 microphone. And um, the Shure SM58 is a very high quality microphone uh, and has been for 50 years, somewhere around there. It's, it's huge. Uh, okay. I believe you. Uh, everything ever recorded by you 2 was recorded through a Shure SM58. Um, okay. You know, um, it's just, it's one of those things. But, Electrically speaking, the $20 microphone I'm using right now is the same guts as the Shure SM58. It's just through a uh, in a cheaper package and, and yes, lower quality components, but I still think it sounds pretty good. And the SM58 is a $100 microphone. This is a $20 microphone. Uh, and, of course, Leo recommended that to this this kid who called in and said, I want to do a podcast. He said get the $100 SM58, and he was saying that's a value alternative to the multi-thousand-dollar Heil microphone that he uses, I would say that the Audio-Technica is the value proposition even under the SM58.
1: Right, right. Uh, You know, why why spend the money if you're just going to have a handful of listeners anyways? I I can understand if you start to uh, uh, get sponsors and you've got some money rolling in and something that's actually bringing income to your podcast that – uh, you're gonna slowly start to acquire better gear but uh yeah if you're a fifteen year old kid that just wants to put a podcast out for you know his ten buddies to listen to or something uh yeah get the twenty dollar microphone you know uh
0: yeah and it's not like we're talking like we're experts or anything we're on our third episode we're you know <laughs> don't don't listen to us <laughs> because we're experts but again we're we're just talking from that uh getting things done mentality you know the 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 byline of the Taiwan tech is doing more with less and so we thought we would take that into and talk about how we're doing more with less right here in our quote-unquote studio which is really just an office in a in a schoolhouse somewhere in texas
1: right but i think we're you know we're both of the opinion too that doing more with less can be taken to an extreme too and I, We've, we've heard the product of that and, and, and think that, you know, that's not always a good thing. Uh, you know, when we talk about uh, the strategic use of open source software, uh, it, strategic is the word. And it doesn't mean that you just absolutely go crazy with that to the detriment of your end product. Uh, if we're supporting technology in schools, we don't just go crazy with the free Uh, and give the user a horrible experience. And I think that's the same thing with the podcast. You can go crazy and to the extreme of, of doing it on the cheap. uh, But that's not really necessarily the best way to go.
0: Right. It's doing more with less, not doing less with less.
1: Right, right. Exactly. So uh, uh, yeah, I think that really gets at the heart of what we were, we were originally talking about. And uh, uh, we've, listening to all the podcasts that we do, we get a chance to see a lot of that and it's, it's kind of gut wrenching when you see it and you think, boy, if they had just put in, you know, thirty, forty $40 into this, they would have uh, come out with a much better product.
0: All right. Uh, is our rant over?
1: I think that'll do it for this okay. week. I mean, it is a point five episode, so we only owe y'all about half the content. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Is that doing less with less.
1: <laughs> well, we do have our twenty dollars microphone, <laughs>
0: and we don't even have a tip of the week for you because we didn't think about that before we hit record. So um, there you have it. Um, look for the blog posting that I'm going to put up there. I'll put some some thought into it, and I'll uh, lay out some options from from the super value conscious to the mid range to you know, and I'm going to call a thousand dollars would be the deluxe setup. Yeah. Um, and in the recording industry, that's laughable, but still, uh, you know, I think if you want to do a podcast and, and you want to do, uh, do it well, first content is important. Second, um, passion is important, but, but right under there is, is the quality, the audio quality of the podcast. And in my opinion, some people might disagree with me, uh, but I just, I'd love to hear from you. Right. Yeah. If you think that, um, the, uh, um, $20, $30 portable recording device is all you need. and uh, Or if if you think the flip camera posted up to YouTube counts, um, let us know. I, I think it's an interesting topic of discussion, and, and we can go back and forth about that.
1: I'd be interested to hear if, you know, maybe there's a, a teacher out there who is using that equipment and has figured out a way to get it to sound better, uh, you know if that's the case yeah let us know i mean let's uh, let's pass that information along because uh we'd certainly be glad to put that uh, same kind of stuff in the hands of teachers if we could tell them you know uh here's this ten dollar handheld recorder that sounds great you just have to set it up in xyz fashion to make it really sound good Yeah,
0: going back to my starving uh, band days uh, i mentioned the pop screen uh, you may not know what that is but you've all seen one you know when when a singer is standing uh, in front of a mic, and there's this round screen in front of him. It it keeps the p, p-, p from exploding into the mic. So, right. uh, without it, that would have been really loud. What I just did there, <laughs> um, but back in you know in in my days as a starving uh, um, musician, to create one of those things, we took a uh, one of those embroidery frames and stretched uh, a pair of the drummer's mom's old torn pantyhose over it
1: (laughs) yeah i uh i I couldn't believe when you when you first told me that but that's genius right i mean that's just great Uh, and
0: and we needed a soundproof booth right and and we didn't have a soundproof booth so we went into a walk-in closet and we put uh coats and and things and clothes all around the microphone and the lead singer stood there surrounded by clothes which do a darn good job of insulating for sound and so here's here's my uh, point to all of this let's say you can give up a corner of your classroom and i don't know if you can but let's say you can or even a closet down the hall and you wrap that in um a thick cloth that you find on sale at some, uh, clothing, uh, outlet, you know, it doesn't matter what it looks like, just something, uh, fairly thick and you build it on like a PVC frame and you put a mic in the middle of it with an embroidery frame and, a, and an old pair of pantyhose, you have a recording booth, right? And, and how, how cool would your kids think it is? I don't know about high school kids, they might they might think that beneath their dignity, but elementary and middle school, man, to go into the recording booth—oh, sure—that would be just cool, right? And so they go in there and they do their news report on you know whatever. Who says a kid has to stand up in front of the class with a piece of paper in his hand and give a report anymore? Right. And it certainly doesn't have to be PowerPoint. Uh, teachers out there, give PowerPoint a rest. Really, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> How about letting these kids? Be uh, a field reporter or, or uh, an anchor man, all right? And so they go into the anchor booth, which is this uh, mock-up closet that you've created out of a, of a refrigerator box lined with uh, uh, cotton batting, and they walk in there and they're the you know the ace reporter on scene, uh, anchor news at eleven, right? And, and they do their podcast that way, and it sounds awesome, and then they get to have you know, this at least quasi make believe experience of being in a, in a recording studio for a hundred bucks. Right. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, and you know, uh, with, uh, something like that, you know, uh, hopefully you can get some help from your tech department. You know, maybe you don't, uh, don't have that audio experience, but, uh, I know I can at least speak for us as we would jump over a fence to help somebody do that. Uh, so I would hope that every district has at least one tech guy like that that would love to help them uh, get something like that set up.
0: Things to think about. So if you're going to do podcasting, teachers, um, let's rethink what podcasting is. And you don't have to agree with us, but I'm just saying that there are options out there available that's more than just uh, an iPod Nano on record. You know, there are options out there that can give your kids a more immersive experience um, for not much more money, if any more money at all.
1: Right, right. Um, And, you know, uh, you're doing, I I would think in doing any sort of podcast, you're doing it on the assumption that you're going to have listeners. And if you're going to operate on that assumption, then you owe it to your listeners and hopefully you'd have more listeners to put out a little bit, at least put a little effort into quality.
0: And if you're not, if we're not talking necessarily in the classroom, if you actually want to do a podcast, then you got to put the money into it. If you're calling yourself a podcaster, you got to put a few dollars into it. But again, uh, we're all about the cheap here. We're This is tightwad central people.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: and it can be done with not much at all. Um, and so, you know that's that that's our
1: go get sermon them. for the day yeah, go get them mark <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh, i guess uh, next week we follow up r- r- great follow-up to this uh, topic with audacity then. right the,
0: the next scheduled episode will be audacity uh i'll talk a little bit about how how we use audacity we'll uh, hopefully have a, a couple of teachers or uh, tech guys in here uh, joining us to talk about that, and uh, so that'll be pretty cool, and that'll be a great follow-up, because uh, uh, I think Audacity is um, one of the premier tools available uh, to the podcaster on a budget, uh, but it's... Uh, it's. Uh, I'm not- going to
1: jump in here. Let, let's, for those, I don't know, There's might be out there that are thinking, what, what are they talking about? Audacity. So, give a little description of what it is at least.
0: Well, we got we got to do that next week.
1: Well, it, it, at least that it's a software. This is it's, a preview,
0: right? Okay. Yeah. Audacity spelled a u d a i a u d a c i t y, like auda uh, like audaciousness. Audacity. Right. Um, is a, a, a very mature, uh, been around for a long time, open source project that works on uh, Windows and linux and i think mac i'm not 100 percent sure on that because okay. i don't think any mac snob has ever gotten past garage band to even know <laughs> um but uh, audacity is not pretty it's not elegant it's a little clunky but man is it powerful and you can do all sorts of stuff and again i keep going back to my days uh in bands because i've, I've been in a bunch of bands over the years i've recorded whole albums on audacity it's that powerful. Um and it's 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 really cool and, and that's not what you're going to do as a teacher uh in a classroom or as a as a hobbyist uh but uh, you have that capacity and it's this thing out there that uh it's a studio um for free. I mean, how awesome is that?
1: Right, right. And it's it's that thing that if if you're a teacher out there and you don't have the uh the MacBook with GarageBand on it or whatever, um It's it's that tool that will allow you to produce a decent podcast, Uh, and if you're in doubt, just I guess listen to the product of 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 what we're putting out, and uh, I hope I'm not jumping out there, right, right. Uh, Hopefully, this podcast is somewhat of an endorsement for that.
0: Sean needs me here to keep him humble sometimes. Yeah, yeah, a little carried away. Yeah, I do have a big head. He's he's a rock star wannabe.
1: Right, right. Yeah, if there's ever a, a, a tight wad tech T-shirt, it'll, it'll definitely have my face <laughs> on it.
0: <laughs> so, um, I was at a uh, a meeting of education nerds last week, uh, and it was interesting. This came up. Uh, I don't even remember the context of the conversation, but a teacher talked about uh, her introduction uh, her of her students to Audacity, and here's what she did. She said, here's audacity, play with it, teach me something about it before you leave. Okay. And they did. And I, I don't know what age these kids were. I don't, I don't know anything about that. But she gave them an hour, 90 minutes, whatever, uh, however long her class period was. And at the end of that time, they had to teach her something. And so here's this exploratory learning that these kids got to do. And she got 20 tips. Right. Now, now 10 of them might have been the same tip. I don't know. But she didn't know anything about the software, and her students taught her in this exploratory learning process. So my point is um, it's accessible to anybody. If a student can can pick it up – if you don't understand it, ask your students. Right. Because if they don't, they will. They're not as scared of this stuff. <laughs>
1: right. You're right. Uh, and and that's it. I mean, you could just on faith, you know, put a couple of microphones with the, uh, the you know, cheap mixer – uh, and run that into a computer with audacity and not know a thing about what you're doing and hand that hand that equipment over to your students and watch what happens
0: all right. I think we're done. I think so. Thank you for this uh, for listening. If you've made it this far, you are to be commended. Yes, and for, we appreciate it. For listening to this uh, special uh, .5 edition of the Wad Tech. Uh, please join us. Uh, be sure to, to meet us on our, our website at thetightwadtech.com. You can uh, find us on Twitter and Facebook and all that good stuff from there. And uh, we hope
1: to see you next time. Sounds so, good. We'll see you next week.